Hello everyone and welcome to the Females in Motorsport podcast. I'm your host Eve and for today's episode I'm joined by the wonderful Katie Gass. Katie is currently the operations executive at Veloce, an incredibly exciting organisation currently running multiple pro esports teams as well as racing teams competing in Extreme E and W Series. Katie, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. No, thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to speak with you today. Um, how are you? Very well, thank you. I've just returned back from our Extreme race down in Dorset, so I'm happy to be in the warmth. It was a little bit chilly down there. <laughs> yes, yeah, I can imagine. Was it, um, I mean, congratulations first off on an amazing um, season in Extreme E. Thank you. How was it? Was it, uh, I imagine it was quite crazy, you know, to finish the weekend um, so close to Christmas, but also down in Dorset. I mean, Right on the doorstep, really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't the uh, original location for the Extreme race. We were supposed to yeah. be um, in South America, <laughs> but it actually it worked out quite well. It was really nice to have a home race. It meant that we were able to bring a lot of people that wouldn't normally be able to attend the races together. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the fairy tale ending that we wanted in terms of where we finished, but it was still yeah. wonderful to, to meet the team, meet all the Extreme e staff. And yeah, finish off the year with a with a high nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, still a, a great season despite the sort of finish maybe that you didn't want. Um, but also incredibly exciting. I mean, Extreme E to me is something that I've never really seen before or seen anything like it. So um, it's been amazing to sort of watch it unfold from a perspective of somebody who's never really watched any sort of off-road or anything like that, you know. So um, I can't imagine how it is to work on it. Have you been trackside a lot or is this the first time? Yeah, so this particular race was the first time that I went on site, um, which I was extremely happy to be. <laughs> I'd worked previously on the other races and sort of all the logistical sides. So to actually see our car in person, I mean, first and foremost, it's huge. Um, you see pictures of it and then you don't quite anticipate when you get into the paddock how how big the car actually is. Um, yeah. And I think what, what Extreme E are doing, I mean, for a first season, I think they've done extremely well and sort of the traction that they're bringing. For me, you can't really compare the uh, the sport to any other live sporting event. The the whole experience is, is incredible and the way that they're giving equal opportunity to female and male drivers you know, working alongside, racing alongside each other, that that's really great to see as well. Yeah, definitely. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to see a mix. I mean, it often doesn't happen. So it's really great to see that, especially on something as high profile as Extreme E. So yeah, agreed. It's, it's um, hopefully something that will continue long into the future. Um, so for those of um, us that don't know, what exactly is your role within um, Veloce? Is it both on the racing side and the esports side? Yeah, I mean, so day to day, it really, I'm very lucky in the sense that my role really varies. So I work a lot, first and foremost, with on the racing side. So we currently have two teams, one being W Series, which is the essentially female equivalent of F1, where we have two drivers, one team. And then we have our Extreme E team as well, which is two drivers, one vehicle. So with the Extreme E, I work a lot with our actual team on site. I work with the drivers, do a lot of the logistical travel plans. So whether that's flights, accommodation, drivers, things like that. And then also on site as well when I'm needed. It's a great experience, especially this weekend. I worked a lot with our sponsors 
potential partners, investors. We had our chairman there. So yes, in general, I work a lot with the logistical planning of, of the races. So that can be with our drivers, with our mechanics, our team manager, making sure that their travel, accommodation, things like that, that's all sorted. Um, and then in the office, I do a lot of day-to-day management. So whether that's managing our founders' diaries, assisting in meetings, meeting our investors, um, assisting with those with those meetings and notes. So it really does vary. Most recently with the race that we've just attended in Dorset, we actually decided to really utilize the fact that we were in England. So we rented a, a lovely house about 40 minutes down the road. Myself and my colleague, we arranged dinners every night, big events um, to really sort of show, yes, we're a racing team, but we also have this other side where we like to host and and meet a lot of the team and bring people together. So that was great. Yeah, that sounds lovely. I mean, I think you can always tell um, when a team is a team, um, which sounds ridiculous, but, you know, sometimes you can tell that maybe the communication isn't there or drivers maybe haven't spent a lot of time with um, the rest of the team. I think you can see a difference when a team is more cohesive and part of the same journey, I guess. It sounds really straightforward, but actually, um, I, I think it makes a big difference. Absolutely. I think it's important that a team are not only a team in principle, but we're a team in sort of our communication, what we're thinking, where our goals, that we're all on the same same mindset. And that's something that with Veloce, I'm very lucky that we, we're all exactly like that. And um, we all like enjoy spending time together. We like putting on these events together. And yeah, so my role really does vary when it comes to, it could be one day I'm working on the extremely logistical side then the next I'm in the office sounds incredibly varied I mean for me anyway I'd love anything sort of varied I'm one of those people that can't sit still for longer than you know 10 minutes so um I'd love that kind of thing but in terms of like the off season is it quiet for you or do things just sort of flip to another side and it carries on (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean there's always with, with racing, there's always things to be doing. You're always thinking about the next race or the next season, the next this, the next that. Mm. So I I joined um, not too long ago. So I kind of joined mid, mid-season to end-season. So I've only experienced um, a couple races. And already, you know, you sort of get thrown in and there's a million different things to learn. And see, I don't think we ever stop. I mean, obviously, we have quieter, quieter moments, but we're constantly, you know, with investors and a lot of companies are really interested in the space that we're working with because we do have the esports side um, which is a huge growing part of our business and so some days I can be sort of thrown into meetings with esports potential investors assisting with some shoots that we may have um, so being on site for those organizing I had to organize some mustangs for a for a quadrant so quadrant is uh, another part of our brand Lando Norris's um, lifestyle gaming media brand that we work obviously we manage it. So, you know, I can be helping with that. So it really is varied um, day to day, which I love. I don't think I could um, sit still for for too long, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, agreed, agreed. I think anybody going into motorsports anyway, takes some sort of oath, like, you know, you will be trackside for however many hours, or you will be like running here, there and everywhere. Yeah, (laughs) safe to say that, yes. Yeah. Um, So in terms of sort of your um, background getting into motorsport, was this something you always wanted to do or um, something you came across and thought, you know, I could be really good at that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of runs in my family to us, my family history. It's always been part of our family in the sense my 
great grandfather Fred. He used to he was a mechanic and he worked very closely with Graham Hill, helped set up his first engine. Um that's very also, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very cool. Um similarly my father, he used to race uh, the Genetta G twenty, so I remember being, you know, ten or eleven and going to watch him at the weekends at Brands Hatch. So that sort of exposed wow. me to the whole, to the whole, a lot of a part of the industry. Um, you know, those early starts, watching the races, which I always was just so, so drawn to. And then alongside that, my stepfather, he was a mechanic as well. Um, he used to work for Ferrari. And then now he's got his own, um, car garage just here in Surrey. So I'm, I'm sitting in his study at the moment and we've got helmets, hats, dips on the walls. So it's just sort of something that's been ingrained. And I've always loved the the sport itself the racing I'm very competitive anyway as a person so it's a sport that I am passionate about and something that I've been exposed to I guess for for my whole life really yeah I suppose you can't really escape it can you if it's um, (laughs) consumed every part of your life it's uh, a rite of passage at that point (laughs) exactly exactly and so sort of how I got into it so I originally left school at 18 I did a year traveling which was great and then when I got back I did a course in London predominantly sort of business events that sort of side of things and then previously before this job I was doing three years in an events company so I was an account manager which meant that I had a lot of time working in the office but then I also spent a lot of time on site delivering those events and that's definitely the skill set that you learn, I think, being on site at events, you know, using initiative and just working on your feet and sort of having to manage a million different things. That's something that I've taken into to this industry as well, definitely. So, I mean, you touched upon it briefly, but in terms of getting into motorsport, was the plan sort of always to get there or did it just happen? I mean, I know you said about your events experience and stuff. When you were doing that, did you think this will sort of lead me to where I want to be in motorsports or was it just very, you know, organic? I'll I'll see what happens. <laughs> I think it was a mixture of the two, to be honest. I think with working in events, it was quite organic, but a lot of some of my clients would be sporting sporting related companies so we'd work with Twickenham Stadium or um another a racing team we used to do a, a event at um Hurlingham Club with F1 so it sort of there were little parts of that but I think ultimately I ultimately I always knew that moving into the motorsports industry would be something that I would aim for um and so getting into this veloce was quite organic in that sense. Did you know of Veloce before you applied for the job or anything like that? Was they sort of on your radar or? Absolutely. Um, A bit embarrassing, really. I mean, I had been following them for a while and I used to watch, um, you know, the team online and when they were at events or when they were at races, I used to watch their their Instagram stories and think, oh gosh, like I just want to be there. Um, and actually, one of my uh, one of my colleagues who used to work in the sales team at my previous company at, at the event company, they were working at Veloce, so I would keep in touch with him. And then similarly, my colleague Mariella, who works in the operations team with me, she's team principal of, of our W Series team. She's she's fab. She I actually went to school with her. Oh no way! <laughs> so yeah, I mean, she was the year above me. We weren't. Um, I'm sure she'll agree when I say we weren't. You know, very close friends, but we were just always on each other's radar. And I think because I was following their movements quite closely, 
it meant that when there was an opportunity to, to join the team and sort of have discussions about, about me joining, it was something that I absolutely jumped at um, with no hesitation. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's one of those opportunities, isn't it, that probably doesn't come around very often. Um, so you, you jump at the chance. I mean, for me, like on a personal level, um, I sort of um, have only really just started um, coming into the motorsport world, um, but I did different things before this. Um, so for me, it wasn't it wasn't quite in, like intimidating, but I was kind of like, right, okay, this is really what I want to do now. So I can't mess it up. I've I've got to you know go into this with everything I've got. So um, how how did you feel? Were you sort of thinking the same? Were you nervous in a way? Because I oh. suppose I have been. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's always, there is always that, that bit of nerve wracking feeling when you're joining a brand new job anyway. And I think knowing that this was an industry and especially a company that I've wanted to work with for a long time, there is, of course, that pressure. I think with myself, I'm, I'm such a keen learner and, you know, I, I do believe in myself and, you know, no one's perfect. But I think the main thing is just to go in with, um, no no hesitation say yes to everything just get involved and just really make a make a mark at the company and and I think that's sort of what I've been able to achieve in the last few months um because yeah I haven't got a huge experience in this industry yes I've it's in my DNA and I've been exposed to it and I have got some experience but I I definitely feel like once you're in this industry it's very small so a lot of people that I'm working with and that I've met along the way everyone kind of ties in quite closely so that's something I've definitely definitely realized along the way yeah I think these um industries are always smaller worlds than you realize um my career was in television which sounds again huge but it was the same situation it was once you know somebody they know somebody else and then you somehow know the person they know and it just never seems to end um but I think it's quite important really I think the connections you get along the way will most likely help you out a lot more um, than, you know, various different things. Absolutely. And that's something I probably would have told my younger self working with events, just meeting people all the time. You always think because you're working with these people all the time that you're always going to stay in touch. But actually, I would probably say to my younger self, really try and nurture those relationships a bit more and be a bit more active on things like LinkedIn and, you know, to really just make sure that you're nurturing those relationships because ultimately, you know, people do come and go and you end up seeing similar the same sorts of people <laughs> that you've seen a few years ago. Yeah, it somehow seems to happen every time. <laughs> Always the same faces, but um yeah. Yeah, there was somebody in Dorset this weekend um who I went to school with who I haven't seen for about 20 years. So, a baby school and we didn't recognize each other, but somebody pointed them out to me and said, "Oh my gosh, I, that's so funny. I I went to school with them." And so it, you do kind of have these funny what well, I think they call it six degrees of parallel so in the sense that you always know somebody. <laughs> I always think it's crazy when you see somebody in another country that you know and you think, hold on, how are you here at the exact same time I'm here? But I suppose in racing, it's probably more likely than anywhere, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, so you touched upon it a bit earlier, but you mentioned that you didn't want to go to university or anything like that. Um, how How have you found that in terms of the industry, people you work with? Do you think it's sort of essential to study? Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming not. I'm I'm very lucky in the sense that I have a family that fully support me in most things I do. I think there is there is still a stigma in the sense that, you know, university is just the natural path 
Um, for me, it's something that I think even at 15, 16, you know, I, I love school. I was really academic and I got good results, <laughs> but it was just something that I knew that university just wasn't for me. I was really keen just to start sort of my professional working life. Um, and I think university can be great in a lot of aspects. With myself, I decided to do take a gap year. I worked, saved some money, and I went away for six, seven months. And that was amazing. I got so much life experience. And I think it just gave me some confidence to believe in myself and say, you know what? Now I can just throw myself into into working life. As I said previously, I decided to go to a, a nine-month business school. And that had um, – I knew events was something I was really interested in. And I thought it would sort of help me along this motorsports journey. So that was when I decided to, so I did that course. And then at the end, I started working. And so it was just a really natural progression for me, really. And I think for people that, you know, maybe aren't that academic or, you know, are interested in starting working, then it's a great alternative to, to find something else. Um, I don't think university is necessarily the answer. And I think it's a great talking point. You know, when I meet people, if I've ever been at interviews, I think as long as you can sort of justify the reasons why university wasn't for you and that that can be a great help. I mean, I'm, I don't have the student debt and I, I would probably argue that I'm in similar positions as people that graduate or maybe even slightly above at the moment because I've had had that working experience. So I'm, I'm very lucky in that sense. And yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world, really. Yeah, definitely. I, I went to university mainly because it's what everybody else was doing. Um, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. It was a great experience. I wouldn't take it back. Um, but sort of at the time, everybody else was doing it. So I decided to do it. Um, but the people that I've worked with in the past, even now, lots of people haven't been to university. I don't think there's as much of a, a sort of pressure now to you know get these qualifications because like you said uh, what your working experience is just yeah, as valuable absolutely i mean working is something i've always done my father at his business you know i would when i was 13 i went and worked for him i worked at a local pub i worked at a local catering company and it's just something that i've always enjoyed just being a bit more independent and making money and meeting people and gaining experiences and and just sort of life skills that you need for the future um that's something that I guess yeah I've always had I have always had a hard-working attitude and that's something that I always take into into everything I do really. So just going back to um, your father and your upbringing and was it I want to know a little bit about this like how exciting was it sort of you know <laughs> being a part of this family I feel very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean at the time when you're younger you probably don't um, you probably take for granted a little bit how how cool it is that you're you get to be on site you get to be in the paddock you're meeting all these talented mechanics these drivers and I think when you're a bit younger you maybe don't realize as much how how much of a unique position you're in I think a lot of people would would really like to be in the motorsport industry and necessarily don't aren't able to have the opportunities or you know they're just not exposed to it so um yeah I remember race weekends we'd go go up to Brown Hatch and it'd be a full weekend watching watching my dad race and then at the same time my my stepdad he was working in the paddock as well on another team but still as a Janetta mechanic so it was very much sort of going in between looking at the cars watching the races um so yeah it was wonderful really 
Yeah, it sounds it. I I, um, I mean, I just grew up with a dad that liked to watch motorsports and that was exciting enough for me. But I suppose you're right. Like when you're a kid, you, you don't really realise what you're a part of um, until you get a bit older and think, oh, OK, that was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, we, we love watching the F1. That's something that sort of has been ingrained for, for years and years. And so that's definitely something that's kind of a tradition in our house on a you know we watch the qualifying if we can and then but Sundays you know are the days for usually it starts with a roast Sunday roast and then depending on what time the the race is on we'll then watch that and um, it's just a really nice way to bring us all together and um yeah it's just something we all enjoy yeah we're the exact same there's you know Sunday traditions roast dinner um F1 race it's all part of the day <laughs> <laughs> exactly but whilst you're here as well, we obviously need to touch upon um, the W Series win with Jamie Chadwick this year. Congratulations. That was incredibly exciting. Thank you. Um, what was your sort of role across that then? I mean, obviously, I'm assuming lots of the same duties and tasks. Um, but did you go out to any of the races? I didn't. With um, with COVID, of course, we still there are still restrictions in place. That still applied to us as a team. And it, it did limit the amount of people that were able to go out, um, especially to go to Austin for the for the finale. Um, it was just wonderful. I mean, with with watching Jamie, she's such a talented driver. Um, we also had Bruno alongside in the team. Um, so I guess my involvement, we we have Mariella, who I work alongside in operations, and she's the team principal. So because the races actually fell on, um, we had the Extreme E race and then the W Series, they both fell on the same weekend. So we actually decided to sort of split responsibility. So I was focusing on the Sardinia race that we had and she was focusing on, focusing on the Austin race. So I still, you know, touch base with the drivers and assist with logistical travel planning, things like that. Um, because there is such a huge amount to do, especially with COVID. It's sort of adds a whole other element of work. Um, so, so yes, with the W series, my involvement wasn't as great as, as the extreme E side of things. In the future, will there be more involvement in that or um, sort of are you sticking a lot to Extreme E? Or... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always um, with motorsport, it's always changing, um, you know, and I think everything is unpredictable with seasons and, and what's next. I think we'll have to see in the new year um, with our racing team and sort of the future of, of where Veloce is heading. Um, it would be great to continue what we're doing. So, so we'll have to wait and see. Yes, hopefully exciting things on the horizon. I'm sure there are. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for 2022. I feel like it's it's going to be kind of somewhat more back to normal than maybe things have been. So um, I'm excited. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm really, really hoping so. I've probably booked in the last two months about 150 PCR tests and exemption letters. So it's it's pretty crazy at the moment. So hopefully that will sort of calm down calm down slightly that would be nice <laughs> yeah because I imagine like you said it's added a whole other level to sort of planning and logistics you know things that we never had to do before um have sort of been get put on your plate I guess <laughs> absolutely I think there's now about 20 birthdays that I now know off by heart just because <laughs> the amount of time I've entered them into the system for you know COVID tests or pre-departure um things so so yes, it's all a bit a bit crazy at the moment. So just to sort of round up then, um, 
what has been your highlight so far? So I know you've not, you know, been in motorsports for that long, as you mentioned. Um, but have you had a highlight, a high point where you've thought, wow, yeah, this is exactly why I want to be here right now? <laughs> well, I mean, I could probably give a couple of examples. I mean, something taking it way back, um, back in 2014, when I was still at school, I, I participated, I was in the film academy at school, and we entered into a competition to create a FIA safety video. And our team actually won. And the, the prize was to go to the Monza Grand Prix and um, be basically a guest of, of Mercedes. And so we as a team, you know, I was only sort of 17 at the time, but we got to go to the paddock, meet Nicky Lauda, meet Lewis. Oh, wow. And it was just one of those. Yeah, it was just absolutely incredible. And I think even, you know, as we were flying to, to Monza, we just were like, I can't believe, you know, we're, we're, we're getting to do this. And so I think just having the privilege of meet meet Nick Lauder and also Lewis Hamilton um, was, was just incredible. So that was something that, again, just kind of reaffirmed that, yes, this is, this is the industry I want to go into. And just there's really something magical about being on site by the track um, that I love. So that was definitely a highlight just in general in my life. <laughs> but I guess in the last you know few months with Veloce, I have to say the most recent weekend in Dorset that we've just had, that was just you know totally full on but just amazing to to come to a home race i'd only ever i think working on a project you know i work with with the team and sort out all the logistics and the operational side of things and then to actually see the car in person and be be on track that was that was really great so i love i love that weekend yeah definitely i think there's the atmosphere at, at race weekends it, it's like nothing else is it it's 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 totally electric and I imagine to actually be around people <laughs> is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's always nice to be around people and to, you know, just just meet different different people. I think with Extreme E, it's something that you just can't compare. You know, having watched racing, you know, from a variation of different levels, you really can't compare it to anything. So I, I just went in with no no expectations and it just completely exceeded everything that I thought I thought the race would be. So, so that was great to, to experience that as well. Yeah, I think that's why it's been such an exciting season because it has been so different. Exactly. So as well, just as a um, general look back, if you were to sort of give your younger self any advice or advice about getting into motorsports, is there anything you'd like to share or um, put out there? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, just believing in yourself and just, yes, you may be a female, but that shouldn't, that shouldn't stop or mean that we we don't have the same opportunities i think saying yes to things and putting yourself out there you know even if you can if you if you're a bit nervous or or whatever that um just having the the strength and the confidence to to put yourself out there and meet different people i think with the industry at the moment there definitely is a trend at the moment that hopefully is going to stay for for good that encouraging more women to get into the sports um we as Veloce, we, we participate in the Motorsport UK Girls on Track event. And so that's where young girls from schools, they, they come to the track or we host events at their schools where they can learn learn new skills, meet meet the drivers. You know, Jamie Chadwick's been there as well. She's a great ambassador for it. And just showing that we as a company are supporting and encouraging women to, to join that's something that that's great so and and that's something that I even I didn't really have at school you know that these events 
were sort of unheard of. Um, so it's really great to see. So things like that will hopefully just keep on growing and, and keep growing in sort of popularity. And, you know, who knows next year how many more events we'll do like that. But I think it's great to see teams, you know, Aston Martin with, you know, female mechanics and everything like that. That That's definitely something that people and, and companies are looking to, to work towards too. With, with Veloce, they, you know, we, they definitely want more women and that's something that they're that they're definitely pushing for as well and that's why we love being part of extremely because it just shows that there is just a complete equal playing field <laughs> level playing field with that and um yeah this weekend watching the drivers was it's just great to see that women and men are racing against each other you know in, in other sports you just don't get that so, so that's why it's, it's great to see. yeah definitely i mean like you said even when i was at school um even when i was at university there really wasn't that much um, out there to encourage women and girls to get into motorsports. So now when I see, you know, like girls on track and stuff and all these different platforms reaching out to women, I, I think it's amazing. I think it's long overdue. And, sure. you know, oh, exactly. And I mean, touching base on, on what you just said, I mean, I think we're very lucky in the sense that we now do have access to the internet and, you know, we can get blogs, forums, communities, and actually, bringing all those people together there, there's a there's a huge amount of, of people that are passionate about motorsport and I think just having a big number um that's great and you know even back when I was at school you know yes we spoke about it and we were passionate I mean in my film academy you know there was there were two girls versus you know 10 guys so I think it's just something about that if you are passionate about it and it's something you're interested in you know don't be afraid to to speak out about it you know that's if you, I like the saying, if you don't ask, you don't get, you know, in the sense that sort of, you know, just keep talking about your passions and, and keep following what's going yeah. on. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's just when you love something, it's just so important to just keep passionate about it and meet other people that are also passionate about, about the same things as you. And community is such an important thing. And even with esports, you know, the, yes, there is a large amount of males, but at the same time, I'm meeting so many women who who love to do that and compete in competitions and and so that's always on the rise as well yeah no I, I'm the exact same I have the same attitude of you know if you want something go and get it um don't obviously let being a woman stop you for one but no. don't you know let your fears or you know anything that you think oh that imposter syndrome, you know, sometimes yeah. it's like you think, oh, God, can I do this? So um, when you actually see somebody highlighting, oh, this person was here this weekend and they did that, you think, OK, yeah, I can do that. So um, I love it now. I think it's I think it's long overdue and it's it's great. I hope, you know, as time goes on, it will be a, a pretty even field <laughs> in, in motorsport. Yeah, no, I, I really believe it will be. And I, I really believe that we will have a female um, F1 driver. I, I really believe there's going to be more female mechanics and engineers. Um, you know, what females in motorsport is doing is, you know, highlighting these amazing women that are in the industry and sort of breaking down those stereotypes and the barriers. And, you know, we need more more people like you guys <laughs> showing, showcasing, showcasing those individuals. And I think, um, yeah, watch this space for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, well, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's been so lovely. Like, I feel I feel like I've learned so much about sort of a world that I didn't really know much about. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I learn every day still. Every day is a school day, I think. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for oh, having yeah. me. It's I mean, great. it has to be, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, no, thank you for joining me. And um, 
be lovely to chat again in future. Um, best of luck with everything. And um, yeah, I hope I hope the 2022 season goes really well. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we'll keep you posted and um, yeah, see what happens next, really. A huge thank you to Katie for joining us today and all of you listening as well. Please feel free to check out our website, which is www.femalesinmotorsport.com and don't forget to follow us on socials too. Once again, thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next time.